Welcome back, everybody. And this episode is about Have You Seen It? Where me and my podcast partner discuss some of the uh, pop cultural blind spots that we we both have. Uh, This one is going to be about Blade Runner, the original, and I hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Mm -hmm. So, have you seen the original Blade Runner? No. Why? Um... I don't think I really knew it was a thing mm-hmm. until I got HBO and it was on there and then I saw Harrison Ford and just never watched it. So you didn't know Blade Runner was a thing until you got HBO? Yeah. I mean, maybe I did, but it never... That is outrageous. Yeah. So this was what? What year would you say that you knew what Blade Runner was? I mean, a couple years before the new one came out, maybe. Only a couple years. Yeah. That's disheartening. (laughs) Um, So, do you... Do you have any idea what it could be about? I've read a little bit about it because when the new one came out, I thought about watching the original and then going to see the new one. Mm Mm-hmm. Is this the movie with, like, replicas and he's hunting stuff down? That's about as much as I know, other than at the end, I think, I don't know if he's the villain or the other guy gives this really long, amazing, like, heart-wrenching speech that was actually mostly him improvising. Okay. And I know that he's dead now, the actor. Yeah, he actually died, uh... Just uh, not that long ago, actually. Yeah. It's the it's the guy who was in uh, Batman Begins. He's mm-hmm. been he's been in a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but he was in Batman Begins. You'll probably remember him. He was the guy who was like, "Didn't you get the memo?" Oh, okay. It's that guy. All right. It's it's him. Um. So, Blade Runner is based on a book. Did not know that. And the book is called "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep." It's a terrible name, but okay. Oh, that's so... Okay, this is wild. You didn't even know it was a book. No. That's weird. That's so weird. So what do you think the term Blade Runner means? I have no idea. (laughs) Okay, so you're right about the whole replicant thing. Yeah. Like, what he is is a Blade Runner. That's what his job is. It's Harrison Ford's job. He hunts them down, he right? He runs them down. But doesn't he end up being one? That's that's something that's going to come once you watch the movie. Okay. You'll learn as to if he is or if he isn't. Okay. And there's another whole layer with mm-hmm. this movie because there are a couple different versions you could watch. What? Yeah. And that with those different versions comes the, the whole conversation of was he a replicant or not. What are these different versions? So there's the theatrical cut, mm-hmm. and then there's the director's cut. Mm-hmm. The the I, I believe it's the director's cut that has the voiceover, which the voiceover is supposedly what makes it clear mm-hmm. that he isn't a replicant. Mm. But we're going to watch the original mm-hmm. regular theatrical version, and you can just... Take from it 
what you think he so is or isn't. So it's a bit Inception-ish? Uh, it's a thinker in yeah. that way, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, you know what? I would have never thought to make that comparison, but yeah. I would compare it to like a, like an Inception type of movie. Mm-hmm. So we're going to watch the trailer mm-hmm. and then we'll see what you think mm-hmm. after that. I love watching movies like this. Oh my god. They all thought we were going to be so advanced. I need you, Dick. This is a bad one. Worse yet. There was an escape from the Opera O'Connor's ten weeks ago. Six replicants. Three male, three female. They slaughtered twenty. A Blade Runner's job is to hunt down replicants. Manufactured humans you can't tell from the real thing. This Roy Batty, probably the leader. There was just one outfit making replicas that superhuman. The Terrell Corporation. The top of that building looks like the Millennium Falcon. Mr. Decker, Dr. Eldon Terrell. I can't. I don't get it, Tyrell. Commerce is our goal here at Tyrell. More human than human is our motto. I was looking for six replicants in a city of 106 million people. You ever see this girl, huh? Never seen the puzzle. What I didn't know was they were looking for me. Questions. I just do eyes. Genetic design. Just eyes. Video chat. I got that right. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry, Harrison Ford, but so far, the acting in this trailer. Oh, so this is the weirdest trailer. I can tell you right now, I think trailers used to be really bad for a long time. Longer than people think. These aren't even like cool moments. No. Makes me want to watch this movie. 
was horrible. That was a bad trailer. That is a very, very bad trailer. I, I don't I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Hold up now. Um, also, like, I know the effects are old, but like... Yeah, okay, that's whew. 1982 Oof. is when this movie was released, Oof. okay? So. All right. Well, first of all, this is going to be classic. These are the bad guys, but it's really the evil corporation, and we're going against them, and what's extreme and what's not, and the perspective of who's evil and what's evil. There's implications of, like, human cloning and freedom and free will and all of that, mm -hmm. and I have a feeling that the movie is not actually going to do Okay, Daniel. So you think all of those things could happen, but you don't think the movie is going to explore any of them. If it was a modern day movie... Which we have that yes. after this, we'll watch it a different day. I'm hopeful of that. Mm -hmm. I feel like this could be really good if it explores all of that, but it's going to pull a Mrs. Maisel... And, and ignore the big story, the real, like, really real stuff, so and focus on What do you think this movie's going to focus on? What do you think it's going to focus on? It's just going to be, apparently, Harrison Ford being overdramatic, and then at the end, he's going to have a crisis of conscience. It's mm. an interesting idea. I think... For one thing, I think that trailer is misleading mm. because it looks like they're trying to make it seem like it's some sort of action movie when... It's not. It's not an action movie. Okay. Blade Runner's not an action movie. Yeah. It's not what I would call this movie. And it's Ridley Scott. Okay. Ridley Scott. So more of a thriller thing. Uh, yes. I'm trying to think what other Ridley Scott movies I've seen. Uh, lots. He mm. also... Well, you've never seen Alien. I have. I may have seen Alien. I may have seen parts of Alien. He did the original Alien. That's the only thing I know. That's him. He did also... He d was Prometheus the Alien follow-up and he did that? That's him, too. That's I him coming back to it after 20-plus years. Mm -hmm. Was Prometheus was him coming back to it as well as Alien Covenant. Mm. Like, I thought... I think those were... Uh, poor decisions that he made. Yeah. But he made the decision to come back to them. I can't think of anything of his that you could have actually seen off the top of my head. Um, go ahead, look him up. Let's let's look him up because I I know you've seen some Ridley Scott movies. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he did Gladiator. Okay, I've seen that. But I can't think of any of his more modern movies off the top of my head. The Martian, which I have not seen. Martian, which you have also not seen. Mm -hmm. Am I looking at producer or director? Just director? Director, just okay. what he's directed. Well, there's a Gladiator 2 coming out. Uh, I hope that's not true. Gladiator 2. I hope it's just a rumor. Mm. <laughs> wow, there's a lot of like pending things. Mm -hmm. Alright, a bunch of alien. All the money in the world, never 
heard of it. That's the movie that was Kevin Spacey. Then they reshot the whole thing oh, after, to replace him. Yeah. After everything came out. Alright. Uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings? Ooh. He did do that. Was that when they cast a bunch of white actors well, and was it was terrible? Good. That was uh, Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. The Counselor, which I've seen and I remembered nothing of it. Okay, so I'm seeing a pattern here with a lot of more of his... A lot of his later movies are not that good. Yeah, the Vatican. is the best one. Robin Hood with Russell Crowe. Not great. Only thing that was good about that was Kate Blanchett in a suit of armor owning shit. She was very good. She's always very good. Uh, Body of Lies have not seen. Okay, American also likes Gangster. Russell Crowe. Yeah, a good year. American Gangster was Russell Crowe as well. Yeah, good years, Russell Crowe. Okay, so American Gangster, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. The Martian is a good one. All the Invisible Children, never heard of it. I have never heard of that movie myself. Kingdom of Heaven, I've seen. That was Orlando Bloom. That's another movie that, that bad. people like the director's cut of. Really? I've the not seen... The theatrical cut is, I would say, not that good. Yeah. I enjoy the director's cut of that movie. I remember that in Kingdom of Heaven, Orlando Bloom gave the classic, like, pep talk, inspiring, moving speech before battle, and it was awful. All right, Matchstick Men, not seen. Black Hawk Down, I have seen once. Matchstick Men is a underrated, good Nicolas Cage movie. Okay. Really good. Hannibal, so. I have not seen. Gladiator, I've seen. G.I. Jane, not seen. White Squall. Yeah. Thelma and Louise, guess what? Never seen. Thelma and Louise will be February. We are definitely mm-hmm. doing February Thelma and Louise. Okay. That is in the books, on record for sure. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's good that we're going down that, that his list. Yeah. Because we'll definitely do that. Nothing else. Okay. So, we've learned a lot. He tries to make thinkers that don't make you think, is what I've learned. Well, that's just what he's directed. He doesn't write all these movies. Okay. So that's, that's a whole other situation. But I've learned a lot about what you have and haven't seen, so that's going to be good. That's going to be super helpful. And we've learned that a lot of his more recent films are really not that great. No. Well, I think it's probably a lot to do with if he's doing sci-fi stuff back then. The sci-fi stuff was new. All of the effects and stuff like that were new. He was doing stuff that hadn't he been seen before. It was groundbreaking. Yeah, and now we've seen it, we've seen it done better. Which is what's going to be interesting about doing this mm-hmm. with you, because now you can, you'll be looking at this from a modern perspective. After having all the experience. Yeah. So you won't be wowed by pretty much any of it. Mm-hmm. And what's going to really be interesting to see is pop culturally, yeah. you've heard or seen references to this Mm -hmm. that you didn't even know were references to it because you hadn't seen it yeah so i can't wait to see like that like fire in your brain that's Mm. gonna be very interesting okay we're about to watch it okay and this is gonna be great (laughs) one eternity later all right what 
a stupid fucking movie. <laughs> Does anyone actually like it? Um. Hmm. Why? Why do they like it? Boring as fuck. Okay. None of the characters were actually characters. Mm-hmm. No depth. There was nothing interesting about any of them. Nothing actually really happened. It like he could have just not done anything, and they all would have died, and it wouldn't have mattered. We didn't care about any of them. They're the replicants are fucking psychos. Nothing they do makes any sense at all. And we have no reason to care about what they're doing because they're just fucking psychos. There's nothing interesting about Harrison Ford's character because we don't know anything about him and I don't really care to. Most of this, we said sci-fi film noir. Well, it didn't work. No offense, Ridley Scott, but that was bullshit. It could have worked, but there was no story to go with it. 89 fucking percent on Rotten Tomatoes? That's bullshit. Who the fuck? Was that critics or audience score? That's critic score. Critic score? I'm pretty sure, yes. Oh my god. Like I said before, they had the potential to do all those interesting things with the story, and instead they didn't even do a story. There was nothing interesting. All they did was make, like, take all the sounds that were creepy to make you feel creeped out, make shots that they thought that looked cool, but had no real point. Where did he get a white dove? Other than the symbol of... Oh my fucking god, 91% audience score? Yeah, 91% and getting me to nap. It's excellent. White dove? Yeah, at the end, he's about to jump to the other building. Mm Mm-hmm. What's his name? Roy? I don't even know because I don't give Roy a Batty, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Roy Batty? B-A-T-T-Y. Batty? B-A-T-T-Y. Batty. Oh, because he's in Zane. Oh, it's all terrible. What the fuck? Yeah, he just starts holding a dove. Mm-hmm. He jumps across the building. Still has the dove. Saves Harrison Ford's life. Still has the dove and then he dies and it flies away like... I get that it's supposed to be symbolism, but for what? Because nothing happened. And that speech that was supposed to be, like, amazing and moving, he said nothing. Nobody cares. Harrison Ford, I get the argument for him being a replicant because he has no emotion. He's got nothing going on. This woman that he's supposed to be in love with, they don't even talk. He rapes her. And then they run off together and they're happy. They, there's no... This is a piece of shit movie. <laughs> I don't want to watch the next one. I do? You do. You want to watch the next do one. Do they actually do what this one could have and should have done? I can't tell you anything about Ugh. the next movie. You have to watch it. I can't tell you anything about but it. It's not garbage? It's... I really like Play War on a 2049. It's not garbage. I really like What a fucking waste. How long was that movie? It was uh, two hours almost. I, I hour don't, 50. I don't think I can stay friends with you because you put me through that bullshit. That's two hours of my life I will never get back. Um, shut up. Because <laughs> that's, not, that's not what this is. Ugh. You... Hey, you hate me. That's why I had to watch this movie. No. 
Ugh. I one. I just realized I never seen the original cut. Yeah. I've only seen what's called the final cut. Uh-huh. It doesn't have any narration. No narration at all. And it doesn't have that like when he picks up the unicorn, it doesn't have that they play what he said over again. Mm-hmm. This version is why the movie didn't do well the first time around, I, I believe. Yeah. Although a lot of the things you brought up are still in the movie yeah. in general. Well, it's, okay. It's still in that movie. Either we have his just lifeless, pointless, boring narration, or you just have a whole lot of nothing going on that you have to sit through. And this is why I think it does better without the narration, because this is a perfect example of what people do. You bring your own shit to movies. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think happens with the regular version. People bring their own shit to it and they read into every moment more because they're not having the character tell you what the moment means or what's actually going on. You're allowed to read into it more and you're allowed to give the movie more than what it's doing. Because it's doing nothing. Because you're doing all the work. Ugh. What a terrible fucking movie. It's, it's beloved. It's garbage. Garbage. It's, it's one of the one of the two movies that made Harrison Ford really, really famous. Garbage. His acting was terrible. The parts where he actually had to act, the rest was him just being a lifeless nobody. So he just walked around and he's pretty, so I guess it works. I think this movie has interesting things going on around it. And the movie itself did not care to or know how to explore those things. Like I said before we watched it, it had Mm -hmm. all these implications. They're not going to do anything with it. I'd be interested to read the book. I've never read it. Never read it. Yeah, I'm not going to because honestly after that I don't care about the story at all. Mm -hmm. But I would bet that the book... Hopefully the book did that better and then they just failed. Why would they take that story and then add it? Making a movie like... Yeah. That was horrible. I did not enjoy my experience watching this. Ugh. Again, I'm going to say I only watched the final cut. And I've only... I've seen that back in 2007, 2008. God, it's terrible. And... I will never say that Blade Runner was ever one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Like, it wasn't something that I was like, oh, this movie is great. It's amazing. I think, I think a lot of it was accidentally good. Like, some of those shots, like, like the shot in the beginning where you're like, that's a cool shot. I don't think he knew what he was doing when he was doing that shot. What shot? With the the eye. Oh. And I think there's a couple other just, like, visual things going on that are good that, I don't think he knew he was doing. I think that it was just like he stumbled upon some good visuals. Because mm. for me, it just felt like he was... Just like how you said, um, how um, Pris, mm-hmm. uh, Daryl Hannah's character, reminded you of Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, another example of people taking what they want mm-hmm. from this movie experience. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, this is something... That could be something. Like, she's interesting. She wasn't interesting. But what 
Harley Quinn is kind of born from something. You you gotta believe that Harley Quinn is born from him seeing that and thinking mm-hmm. like, that's an interesting visual. Mm-hmm. Let me do something with the person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what that was. Mm-hmm. I think again, it was just an interesting visual that he had, accidentally, mm-hmm. and then someone else came along and did something better with it. Yeah. It's. A giant waste of time. What a terrible movie. I, d- I never said it was good. Ugh. I said you have to watch it. <laughs> I feel bamboozled. You didn't get bamboozled. Ugh. Could have been sleeping. My dreams would have been a billion times more interesting than that shit. Would have would have been an electric sleep sheet. Oh god. Oh no. <laughs> You're terrible. No, I'm great. So, um, how do you think it, like, holds up? As, like, you know, well, okay. time. As I in... assume that that rape moment was supposed to be sexy. I, I don't think it was seen as rape it when it was made. It only reads rape. I do not disagree. There isn't. Like, I just joking, the saxophone comes on, there's the sexy music, mm-hmm. he's asleep but shirtless, there's gonna be some things. Oh no, he's just going to rape her. She was going to the door to leave, mm-hmm. and he blocked the door. Shoved her against the wall, and then made her tell him that she wanted him. Yeah, so he could feel okay about what he was about to do. Yeah. Well, because that's another thing. It's a real rapey scene. It's... I, I, I mean, like, I have to assume it's supposed to be sex because this, like, sexy, this movie doesn't have any kind of depth or importance. Like, was it supposed to be, you know, he doesn't see her as a real thing? I don't. And that's where that came from, which would make you think and bring up all those implications that we talked about before. I don't think that's anything no, they're just, that was going on. In, they're just they supposed to be in movie. love. And, like, she never looked she happy. She just automatically loves him because yeah. he's Harrison Ford. Yep. So, of course, she wants to have sex with him. Yeah, nothing happened. There's no love anywhere. And, like, when he woke her up at the end, I thought he was going to kill her. Why do you think he's going to kill her? Because she has a limited time, and he had his gun out. I thought he was just gonna, like, do you trust me? And just, of mice and men it. Really? That's how I read that. That moment didn't read as, to me, that moment didn't read as him going to kill her. Because, I, no, not even the first time I saw it. That, that moment didn't read as going to kill her because I knew that his character was, like, wanting her to live. Like, from the second, he's like, there's only, there's only three left. He's like, no, that's four. He's like, no, there's three. No, that's four. We know about Rachel. Yeah. Like, I didn't think he ever wanted her to die. Well, I didn't think so either, but that's so I didn't how think he would ever kill her. No, I didn't think he would, he would be killing her. Uh, it was creepy. It was all rapey and terrible. Like, when she woke up, that was my original point. She wasn't like, oh, you're home. She was like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, she cringed. Which, like, fair, it's your rapist standing over you, demanding that you trust him. Ugh. It's a rough watch. And at the end, did they ever really show her? It was just him being like, we have all this time. In the car, I don't even believe they showed her. No, because she's not important. 
to anything, including him, especially him. Mm. What a fucking terrible movie. Damn. It's bad. It's horrible. <laughs> and I hate everyone who likes it. There are a lot of people who like it. Yeah, so I stand by what I said. You hate a lot of people. Accurate. Um, so, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at some... Uh, some of the reviews. Oh, God. For Blade Runner. No. Alright. This is a review. San Francisco Chronicle. Ugh. November 2019. Which is when the uh. movie technically takes place. <laughs> Still profound 18 years after its uh, sell date. Sell by date. That's, that's weird. I don't know what he's trying to do there. Uh, Blade Runner remains worthy of acclaim and analysis even as it exists in a future with very little resemblance to the one that came to pass. What's profound about it? Critic? What? I'm not reading his full review. I'm just reading his, uh, the snippets. It's profoundly terrible. Um, Daily Telegraph, UK. Really quickly. A masterpiece of dystopian science fiction on film. Go ahead. Also, our world is terrible. Australia is literally burning. Everything is burning. I prefer our world to that shit. Hey. <clears throat> Do you want to hear a bad one? Yes. Too bad the filmmakers didn't try to recapture the modest ventures of Philip K. Dick's novel. Which, despite many of its own flaws, has a humor and humanity that are nowhere in this movie. Humor. The hu- the, the book, book yeah. Does, apparently, which he says, which is nowhere in this movie. Yeah. That's a negative review, obviously. Trying to figure out mm-hmm. how they took a humorous something and made it into that garbage. So he's okay. on your side. Good. I don't hate him. Um, profound. Profound. Yes. Profound. Like, yes, how could anything be this stupid and how can so many people like this trash? Blade Runner, a great noir science fiction. <clears throat> okay. Great mood and setting. The android character characters, especially Rutger Hauer, give off an aura of aliveness. What? Which fits in the story very well. What? Robert B., a super reviewer. Okay, so my thoughts on Rutger Hauer. Mm -hmm. What I have always thought about his character is he's so weird because of that whole little group of them. Mm -hmm. They're all seeming to like learn what it is to feel because they're not supposed to have emotions. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's why he's so weird. Mm -hmm. Like, he... When she was dead and he was, like, trying to cry, he kind of actually couldn't work it up. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking because even though he's been alive for almost four years, he still doesn't know how to feel. Mm-hmm. He's still not as close to human as he would like to be. And I think that's and I think that's his real reason for wanting to live longer. That's the only part of what, to me, makes him almost human. It's just he wants to fight for his life. 
So he went to find this one person. Can you help me? No, I, you can't take me to this other guy who can help me. No, you can't help me, so I'm just going to kill you guys because you can't help me and all I want to do is live longer. I don't think he understands his existence any any more fully from when he started the movie and then he just dies anyway. And I think that's sad in and of itself. That could very well be. I don't think they portrayed any of that. I think he was just insane to be insane. Yeah, see, I don't and think then he was crazy. Movie. I just think he didn't know what, how to be. Maybe. And I think that's what it is. I think that's what it was for like each of them. They didn't know how to be. So they just destroyed. Because everyone's trying to destroy them. That's how I see their characters. Yeah. Is not understanding how to be. I feel like you're giving it way too much credit. That's just what I feel about those characters. I didn't say that that's what he's showing me. Okay. I said that's how I feel about those characters in the movie. Yeah. I'm not... It has nothing to do with what the movie gave me. It's about what I think about those characters. I would have liked to see, in this movie, them explore why it matters. If they're so human and so... If they're supposed to be so indistinct from humans that you have to do a certain specific kind of test, mm -hmm. one, then they shouldn't have been so obviously not human mm -hmm. with the way they act. Mm -hmm. And it should be more of an explanation, ex exploration of... What is it to be human anyway? Well, yeah, that and... And I wonder if that's what the book's about. Yeah. But not only what it is to be human, but... Like, who and what has the right to live? And how do we define that? How do we choose that? And, and who, who gets to that? decide? Exactly. Yes. And that's what I... That's what I would like to see in this movie. That's what I... Like I said before the trailer, like, or after, whenever. That's what this story should be about. And they didn't do any of it. Which is what's interesting, that that's what you thought this movie would be, just from the zeitgeist around the movie before you saw it. Mm -hmm. Everything around the movie made you think that that's what it would be about. And I think that's just because once people have seen the movie, created their own narrative of what the movie is. Mm -hmm. Which I think would be very interesting to see other movies like that in the future mm -hmm. because of how I feel about a lot of movies that are like coming out like right around now and mm -hmm. how what we actually think of it now in the moment what's going to happen later mm -hmm. how will the narrative about these movies change mm -hmm. because I, re I know that Blade Runner didn't make a bunch of money when it came out good and if that's the movie people saw I understand why people didn't go see it. I don't think it was because audiences weren't smart enough to get it. Mm. Because it wasn't a very intelligent movie. Yeah. I don't think it ever was. No. It could have been, though. It could have been. And that's why I am very interested to see you watch the sequel. Mm -hmm. Blade Runner 2049. Mm -hmm. 
that's what we'll do next. Mm-hmm. That's what we'll talk about next. And I swear to you, you will not be as mad at you and the at world. Me. And Harrison. About that one. Mm-hmm. Or Ryan Gosling. Good. Because he's in that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this has been super interesting. Mm hmm. I cannot wait to do the next movie. And I really can't wait to do Thelma and Louise because I haven't seen that movie mm. since I was about 15. Hmm. So that's going to be an interesting rewatch for me. Hmm. But until next time. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs>